Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and two-time Grammy nominee, Elston Fulano Torres, will join us in a few minutes, so stay tuned. This is going to be a great show today. Well, this is Patrick O'Heffernan. I am your host here at Music Friday Live. And uh, don't forget, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. And you can call them. You can call them at 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions and your comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We already have a couple of emails here for our next guest. You guys have been paying attention. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, before um, um, Elson Torres joins us, I want to talk to you a little bit about something that that is sort of serious to me. It's it's a serious question. Should music be free? The reason I ask that is, as we all know, Taylor Swift pulled her music from Spotify, and she convinced Apple Music to pay artists during the break-in period of their new service because she believes, as I do, you know, that musical artists need to get paid. <laughs> but, you know, folks are pointing out that what Spotify or iTunes or any other service pays the artist is actually a negotiation between Spotify and iTunes and the artist. What the listener pays or does not pay is kind of not part of that negotiation. So why should an artist care if their music is free as long as they get a download fee from Spotify or, or one of the other 25 or so streaming services? That's a good question. I had to think about that because I talk to a lot of bands, as you know, two a week, and then I go to concerts and I talk to bands, and you know they all have opinions. And I think that bands should care. First of all, Spotify actually makes its money on ads, not on subscriptions. There's a, you know, they make some revenue from subscriptions, but ads are where the money is. So even if the listening is free, even if you don't pay for a download, there's still some revenue coming into um, Spotify or iTunes or, or whatever. And I think the artists deserve a piece of that. And I think that you know, they do get a piece of it. Uh, the artist now gets a cut of Spotify's revenue at about 70% of the revenue for that particular stream. Now, that sounds good. They get 70, Spotify gets 30. I mean, what more could you ask for? But in reality, the artist only gets thousandth of a cent for each song that is played, is streamed. And I think I've mentioned to you that a friend of mine had over 250,000 downloads and got a check for $28. So, you know, you can't make a living on that. And incidentally, I don't know if I can, if you can hear it, but there's a building being built across the street from our building, and there's concrete trucks out there, and every now and then they back up. My engineer assures me that our soundproofing is makes, is not going to let that music out, uh, that sound in, but I can hear it. So if you hear some funny sounds, you know, that's what's going on um, over there. Anyway, musicians do get 70% of Spotify's revenue or iTunes revenue or whatever. They have different cuts. But on the other hand, that, that just amounts to so little money that a magician can't really make a living on it. On the other hand, Spotify's losing money. They're losing money big time. Spotify's revenue doubled to over a billion dollars last year. Great. Yeah, but its losses tripled. 
It literally cannot afford to pay musicians anymore and stay in business. So the question from the artist's point of view is, should Spotify, Apple Music, all the other streaming services stay in business? Well, think about it. If there are no ad-supported streaming services, that may mean that artists get to sell more albums and they get to sell more downloads on iTunes and the paid services, and they maybe they make a, a real living. But it also means less exposure and fewer downloads and album sales because you know fewer people get to hear about the band. So we don't know which is better for the artist. It's a scary time to be a musician. So when we come back... We're going to talk about this, and we're going to, you know we've got a a, a, a two-time Grammy-nominated artist uh, back from his tour coming up, and you know during the interview we're going to ask him about this. In fact, from now on, I'm going to ask every artist, "What do you think? Should your music be free?" And we'll see on what the uh, the general take is on free streaming. At streaming, as you know, I don't think it should be free. I, I think uh, artists should get paid, but I understand, you know, that if Spotify goes out of business or I music decides to shut down or you know any of those other services out there don't make it that may cut musicians off from a big audience. So this is an interesting question and the question comes down to should should music be free. Okay, we'll be right back. We have to take a break now and welcome in our affiliates, but when we come back two-time Grammy nominee, Elston Fulano Torres. So don't go away. Cameo Entertainment Group and Cyber Station USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive Cyber Station USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Cyber Station USA. Always on the go. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm host of Music Friday Live, and I'm welcoming all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and all their radio affiliates. And I want to remind you that if you have questions or comments of our guests, call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions to MusicFridayLive at gmail.com. That's MusicFridayLive at gmail.com. Dot com. Now, if you're still listening to, if if you are listening to Music Friday Live, you can still email all your questions and your comments uh, into us. And the um, what happens then is that we'll forward them on to the uh, to the artist. If you don't want your email address to wind up in their mailing list, let us know. We'll we'll take it off, and they they can send the answer back through us. But you but if you're listening to this on podcast, feel free to. Uh, Get back into uh, just get to, to get back to them and uh, send us your comments, send us your questions, and we will let them know. Okay, in a few minutes we have a new guest coming up, so don't go away. This is going to be a lot of fun. You're listening to Music Friday Live.
And we're back. We're back. This is Patrick O'Heppernan. I'm your host here at Music Friday Live, and uh, we are waiting for uh, Elston Torres to get in touch with us. But let me just introduce him. I've often talked here about what I call ALM. ALM is American Latin music, and it's the evolving fusion sound that has been created mostly in California by Latinos who were born here or who moved here as children. They spoke Spanish at home. They listened to cumbia and ranchero and other music from Central America and South America, but they spoke English at school, and they listened to rock and rap and blues and uh, other American music forms in school, and now they are mixing all of those together in a new genre that mixes English and Spanish language and culture with Latin and rock and blues beats and lyric forms. But another kind of ALM music has also arrived, and that was it was evolving on the other side of the country in New York and in Miami. It's music that brings the distinct music of Cuba into the mix. Think about that, the distinct music of Cuba into the mix. Instead of the rhythms that we're used to here in Southern California from Mexico or Venezuela or Colombia or, or Guatemala, the man who pioneered this revolution is with us today, Elston Fulano Hello. Torres. Hello. Now, just uh, let me uh, introduce you a little bit to our audience, Elston. Elston was uh, brought to New York at the age of two by his mother while his father languished in prison in Cuba under Fidel Castro. He was surrounded by Cuban music, courtesy of his singer-songwriter uncle, but he rebelled, and he followed Elvis and Rock in high school. That rebellion led to a stunning career, which has brought him seven albums, two Grammy nominations, songwriting credits from superstars like Ricky Martin, a song that stayed number one on the Latin Billboard for five weeks, and world tours, and we're really proud that you're here. Welcome to Music Friday Live, Elston. Thank you, Patrick. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you for the invitation. Um, Elston, I don't know where to start. You know, there's so much to talk about, your tour, your new album, your very interesting history, your your work with musicians on call. So let, let's start with the new album, Exitos Acusticos. What was the concept behind this album? Well, basically, Exitos, uh, Exitos Acusticos is um, is the album that uh, basically represents all the, all the big hits I've had with other um, artists that recorded my songs uh, throughout the years. And basically, the approach for this album was to um, to re-record these songs, but in my own style, and make them more organic, and kind of take them back to where uh, where I, when we originally wrote the songs, when I originally wrote the songs, and uh, have that more uh, uh, intimate uh, feel to the songs, you know, that more uh, singer-songwriter approach to the songs, as opposed to the big productions that obviously the big international artists do all the time, you know. Oh, this is uh, one of my favorites from the new album. It's a really happy song that I put on while I'm at work, and it just makes the day pure sunshine. This is a Por Una Mujer. That must that must have been quite a woman, or, or still is quite a woman. Uh, 
she is quite a woman. Uh, we're no longer together, but she, <laughs> she inspired that song, so it's got to say a lot about her, you know. So, okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, there are seven other songs in this album, six in Spanish and one in Portuguese, and we're going to play some of them. But before our email and our phones light up and in response to some of the emails we've already gotten here, tell your fans here in Southern California where you're going to be playing this weekend. Well, actually, tonight uh, we're playing over at the Levitt Pavilion uh, in Pasadena. Um, The show starts at 8 o'clock, and uh, it's going to be fun because I'm playing with – my my ex bandmates from Fulano, the uh, original band that we started back in '95. Uh, uh, it's been 20 years. Wow, that we uh, we got together as a band. And uh, Brendan Buckley and Adam Zimmerman are um, are going to be playing with me tonight. And those uh, that are fans of my uh, my original project, Fulano de Tal, will enjoy seeing us together. And uh, also Eric uh, Curtis is on the bass, another you know, amazing musician from LA. So it's going to be a fun night. Um, it's a summer summer night uh, concert series that uh, BMI puts together, and uh, we rehearsed yesterday with a lot of fun. So we're expecting a, a good, good turnout and a great show. Well, well, let me ask you something about that. Now I know you've played the Levitt before, but you played Levitt in MacArthur Park, which is a very yes. Latino part of Los Angeles. Pasadena right. is just a little bit over a quarter uh, Latino, which is you know, low for Los Angeles, but. I wonder, is is this concert part of a strategic outreach to a larger audience, a non-Spanish-speaking audience, or do you really have that already? Well, you know, I mean, I've always had a diverse uh, audience. I mean, I, I uh, I've, since I, I've always been like in, in the middle um, line of um, of being Spanish, but being also very American, because I grew up in this country. You know, I, I, I left, like you said before, I, I left Cuba when I was very young. So I've always, I think I appeal a lot to, I know that I appeal a lot to the, uh, to the so many that live in this country that are fully bilingual, you know. I mean, I can speak fluent Spanish as well as fluent English. So I think, you know, tapping into an audience, and I think Latin music appeals to, to everyone, you know, not just Latins. I think, uh, you know, and especially what I do, I mean, I, I mix a lot of different genres together. I think it'll be fun. I, I think, you know, yeah, always the uh, the language part of it is, might be a little bit tricky for some people that don't understand it at all. But I think the music speaks for itself, you know. Well, I, I think you're right. And I want to play a little bit of, of one of your English uh, just to, sh- to show our audience how you bring it with English and yet keep your unique style. Here's a song from an earlier album. This is from Waiting for the Clouds. Now, for me, that that's an earworm song. That's the kind of song you can just put on on top of your playlist and hit repeat. But it also shows how versatile you are in any music form. And now I understand that you actually got started in music with rock music. What inspired you to reach back to your roots in Cuba for music? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I did. I, I did. I grew up. I grew up in New York, and uh, and like you said before, I did grow around. I grew up around a very uh, musical family. Uh, my uncle, especially, who was a singer songwriter as well, and he played a lot of Cuban music. But it really wasn't until I moved to Miami about 21 years ago that I really uh, immersed myself in the in the Spanish uh, culture. You know, I mean, living in Miami. Miami is just happens to be in the United States, but it's it's a very <laughs> tropical city. You know, it's like it's like being in Latin America, basically. I mean, there are many parts in Miami where you go and you don't speak Spanish, you're in trouble because it's going to be hard to communicate. <laughs> uh, sort of like Los so, Angeles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I moved down to Miami, uh, believe it or not, my my Spanish wasn't very very good when I moved down to Miami because I, you know, I grew up in in New York, and the Spanish that I spoke in in uh, in New York was very street Spanish, which is it's a mix of a lot of things you know I, you know one sentence could have english spanish and who knows what but uh when i got when i moved to my to miami i i really started uh speaking a lot more spanish reading a lot more in spanish and writing a lot more in spanish and uh and my career just kind of took off in that in in that giant in that world you know in the, in the uh, latin world we are talking with elson fulano torres about his new album exitos acusticos and his concert uh tonight at uh 
Lovett Auditorium in Pasadena, and you can talk with them. You can call in at 347-215-7511, or if you're sitting there at work with your earphones on, you can't make a phone call, which I know a lot of you are, you can email us. And we already got some emails uh, for him there, but uh, the email address is musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And I'm going to get to the emails, but I have one question. This is a question we ask everybody. Should music be free? Uh, I was hearing you talk about that before, and uh, you know it's 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 very uh, it's definitely a topic that and then a lot of us talk about in the industry that work as musicians and producers and stuff. It's 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 a difficult thing to answer because in a way I I understand the public who's who's now used to uh, getting music uh, for free basically. Uh, I mean, let's say you use Spotify. You don't get well. There is a free service on Spotify, but if you pay for the whatever ten dollars they charge a month, you know you you are paying for it. What we get as songwriters and artists is very little. You know uh, that part of it really needs to be uh, corrected. And you know, there's people always lobbying. We we're, we're we're always talking about it. It's always a topic. Now, whether music should be free, that's you know. I mean, should movies be free? Should food be free? It's like you know, we it's it's our livelihood. It's what we create. You know. Um, it's, I mean, it's it's unfair to say that, you know, uh, it should be free or it shouldn't be free because, you know, I have people in my family who get music for free, you know, and, and they know that I work as a musician. But in a way, I understand it because that, that younger generation is, is not used to buying a physical product, you know. I think the moment that the uh, consumer uh, lost that ability to go, or have has a accessibility to go and buy a CD or an album it changed because now it's not tangible. You know, music is not tangible anymore. So, if something is not tangible, people say, "Well, why should I pay for it?" You know. Well, of course, but, as you, you know, know, I I think they should pay for it, and this gives us an opportunity to tell people where they can get your album. Okay. Well, that's that's a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> where should they go? Well, for those. For those of you that are going tonight, uh, I will have CDs available where I um, of the new album Exitos Acústicos, and that I will be signing. Uh, and other than that, I'm I'm on all the major um, outlets, you know, uh, iTunes and Spotify and Amazon, or you can go directly to my website uh, info. You can get all my albums there, uh, the physical albums, if you want to order them. So I mean, there's definitely places you can get my my, my music, you know. And let me just say that that paying for his music is well worth it. All right, we got to we got to go to the emails here. Okay, Rocket Great. in Los Angeles says, "Tell us again uh, where you're playing tonight, and are you going to be in any small venues while you're in Los Angeles?" Uh, yes, tonight is at the Levitt Pavilion in Pasadena. Uh, show time starts at eight, eight o'clock, and uh, it's going to be a fun show. Um, I'm not playing anywhere else in L.A. for this time. I, it's really a, a short trip. Uh, I just kind of came to do this show and to do some promotion for the album. And I'm heading back to Miami next week, early next week. Uh, I have a show in New York the following week uh, at Joe's Pub. Um, but uh, for now, this is the only show I'm doing locally. Um, so hopefully anyone that can make it out tonight. It's a free concert, so, you know, there's no cover. It's It's a beautiful venue. It's outdoors. The weather's always nice, so... Hopefully uh, you can make it out. All right. Well, you just answered the question uh, we got in from uh, Vente in New York City, who wants to, who says uh, we miss you. At least come back and play. And you're going to be playing at Joe's Pub in New York City. Yes, yes, I will be in Joe's Pub uh, on September the fifth, uh, Saturday, Saturday night. Uh, and that's a famous and place be- too. Yes, Joe's Pub is beautiful. It's a great venue for uh, for artists to play at. Um, I played there last year and it went really well. And uh, they asked me back this year, so and it's perfect right. timing because you know I get I get to uh, present my new album there too. So so okay. it's yeah, it's cool and and well, it's great to be to be, be playing, playing back in my hometown again. You know, uh, Estevera in in Los Angeles uh, says uh, you should be playing on the east side while you're here. And I guess the answer is to that is you'd like to, but you don't have time this trip, but you will later, right? Yes. Yeah, this trip was kind of organized around this show tonight. Um, so I, you know, and um, I, I really wasn't allowed to do any other shows because of contract issues. Oh, but right. uh, I... I plan I plan to get come back to uh, to L A soon and uh, do an our uh, a more local show in 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 an uh, L A area, so okay. hopefully that that will get done uh, soon. Well, Mario in San Diego says, uh, 
Are you coming to San Diego? You've got a lot of fans in in SD and Escondido, so just keep that in mind, okay? Oh, I got to keep that in mind. Yeah, I love uh, San Diego. It's been a while since I've been down there. It's beautiful, beautiful city, beautiful uh, place to be. You know, and, but definitely, and apparently, we'll definitely work something out. And apparently, fans now. Mister Blue in Phoenix has a very interesting question. How is Cuban music different than the music and the beats from Brazil or Mexico? Which is actually well, two questions. Yes, Cuba, Cuban music is very particular. It's uh, you know, it's it's based on Afro-Cuban rhythms, which is also Brazilian music is also, but uh, but it's it's a different mixture because it's it's a mix of Afro-Cuban, but it's also island music, and it's uh, you know, it's there's there's. There's that particular sound of Cuba that nowhere else you can find that music uh, that comes out of Cuba, and it's such a as soon as you hear a, a Cuban beat or a Cuban uh, you know music uh, song, you know exactly where it's from, like Brazil and like Mexico. You know, there are countries that really their contribution to the to to the mu to music is very very uh, particular, and uh, I love being Cuban. And I love the fact that we have that heritage because it. You know, for me, it, it's it's been such a thrill to be able to mix my my culture with what I do. You know, um, and uh, it's fun. It's 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 music that makes you happy. I think for for the most part. You know, um, we're going to uh, hold off on some of the uh, the email questions because uh, I have a, a question that I've really been dying to 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 ask you. Um, Two days ago, well, let's start. Your father was imprisoned by Fidel, and and you didn't meet your father until you were seventeen. I understand Correct. that your your first song was a protest against the Castro regime. Two yes. days ago, a U.S. Marine raised the American flag over a new American embassy in Havana. What went through your head as that flag went up? Yeah, it's funny because I was uh, I was sitting at home watching that whole uh, scene take place, and. Uh, you know, it's a mix of emotions for me. Uh, I, I'm kind of right, right in the middle of, of that whole um, um, thing that's happening now in Cuba. I think, I think it's a positive step forward in the sense where, for the for the last fifty some odd years, who's really been suffering has been the Cuban uh, people, you know, um, that live there, and, uh, and including my own family that lost so much, and you know, so many families were were, were separated by Castro's regime. Um, but I think, you know, obviously the embargo has not worked, you know. They're still there, and it's, you know, it doesn't look like they're going to go anywhere soon. Um, so I think with the steps that they're making, hopefully, uh, by example, um, the Cuban uh, community in Cuba will be able to see how, how we live here. And not that we have a perfect system here, but, you know, at least we have a lot of freedoms that I know that they don't have. Um so it's good. It's good to see that happen. You know, I, obviously, like many Cubans that live in Miami and elsewhere, we'd love to see that government just disappear in Cuba. Are you going to tour? Uh, and, are you going to tour Cuba? Well, I think before touring, I I definitely want to go and I you know I have family there that, that I've never met. You know, I've never gone back. My my mother has gone back uh, um, many times because she had her mother um, still alive. Uh, Till about um, 15 years ago, and then she stopped going as often. But she still has two sisters there, my aunts, and they're older, you know. And I, I and I definitely do want to go. Um, I'm planning a trip with her, like a very private trip, just me and my mom, uh, towards the end of the year or beginning of next year, uh, to just to just to meet my family and to to see where I'm from, you know. Um, yeah. But okay. and then you know, then definitely in the future, I would love to do shows in Cuba. That you know, that would be uh, a thrill for me, you know. <laughs> well, but maybe that's uh, that's possible now. I know that Cuba's also on my bucket list uh, in, in the near future, so maybe we we'll both be going there. Well, uh, whether or not you knew it at the time, I actually think you wrote a song about the day that that flag went up uh, in, in in Havana, the, the the day that the two countries, your two native countries, uh, began to talk. This is uh, La Vida Cambia. And it's from the new album. Uh, let's listen to a, a, a minute or two of it here. Mm-hmm. 
vida cambia en un segundo y vamos, hay que luchar, hay que seguir. Toma lo bueno y deja lo malo que al final el destino es así. Again, another one of those songs that you just put on the and, and listen to. It's so it's so happy. But there's some lines in there, and I'm only going to read the English here. Life changes in a second, and we will. You have to struggle. We must follow. Take the good and leave the bad. That is the path to happiness. Now, that sounds like good advice for anybody, but it sounds like especially good advice for someone with a foot in two countries and people like me who have a stake in two countries. Uh, uh, Elston, I think you are prescient, or am I reading too much into a simple song? No, no, I think you're. I think you're hitting it on the mark. I mean, again, I think songs are always open to interpretation for for the listener, whoever that is. But yeah, but I think you're you're right on point, and 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 I think, you know, the the general message of that song is definitely you know to to um, to enjoy life as it happens and not be too worried about uh, tomorrow or the past, and hopefully embrace. The changes that that life brings you, you know, uh, whether it's good or bad, because we learn from we learn from both. But I think we learn sometimes from from the hard knocks, you know. And and I think Cuba is going through that right now, and it's going through a big change, uh, a, a much needed change that hasn't happened in so long. And uh, I mean, I know for you know firsthand, obviously, my I know so many family that left on rafts and you know and got to Miami yeah. one one way or another, and they were lucky because they they survived, you know. Well, we'll have to have you back on for a longer conversation of that. But I have another song from the new album I want to play here. This is uh, Caramello, and it's not about candy. I don't think it is. We're getting a little tight on time, but I really wanted to, to play that song because to me that's the most Cuban song in, in the album in terms of rhythm and style and form. Uh, and I know it's not really about candy, even though it's called uh, Caramel. Um, right. <laughs> you have your hands full touring to, to support uh, uh, Exitos uh, Acousticos, but you always seem to keep your eyes and ears open for creative inspirations very quickly. Anything rattling around in the back of your mind, the opening to Cuba, the emergence of immigration as a top issue in electing the president, the great food in L.A., anything that's been inspiring you over while you're here? Yeah, I mean, just being uh, – I love the West Coast, and I love coming to, uh, to L.A. Uh, I have so many good friends here who uh, used to be ex-Miami and, and, uh, and people that, that I just know from here, you know. And it's always an inspiring place for me. And I always come here to write also with, with so many great songwriters here. So it's always uh, an inspirational place for me. So I'm very happy to be in L.A., you know. We'll, 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 we'll watch carefully and also see what you do on stage tonight. Elson Fulano Torres, his latest album is uh, Exitos Acousticos, Greatest Hits, and it is. You can get your copy at his website, www.elston.info, or on iTunes or Reverb Nation or any of the, uh, the usual places. Uh, or you can go to one of his concerts, like the one tonight in Pasadena at the Levitt. And I want to say thank you so much for taking the time um, – to, to be with us today. Uh, thank you, Patrick. It's been a, it's been a pleasure, and I had a lot of fun. So hopefully, we'll do it again soon. Uh, we will do it again if I have anything to to, to say about it. Right. <laughs> we have we have to take a break now. When uh, and when we return, man made time, and the full band is going to be with us. All right, so don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this one. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. 
And it's Patrick O'Heffern, and I'm back here at Music Friday. And uh, don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can phone us at uh, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You can email us if, you know, if you're sitting there at work and you have your headphones on and you can't really make a phone call. Music Friday Live at gmail.com. Now, a word from our sponsor, Solar City. As you know, solar is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront cost. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. Solar City will come out, they'll install a solar system on your home for free. And you only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company. But, of course, your bills are lower because the sun's making some of that power for you. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't quite been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. How do you get solar power at your house? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. You knew I was going to give you a phone number, so you got your pen ready. It's 909-618-6937. That's right, 909-618-6937. And when you call up, tell them I sent you. Tell them Patrick sent you. Tell them Music Friday sent you. Tell them, you know, that you heard about them on the radio, okay? They'll give you a discount. So that's 909-618-6937. Well, I saw our next guests in a showcase club in Hollywood a couple of months ago. They followed a band that I'd been there to review, and I decided to hang around for the second act or the third act. I think they were actually on at 9 p.m., and they blew me away. Now, I'm used to female-male duos and how they can use different voice timbers and instrumentalities to weave complex songs. But Hilary Grace and Albert James uh, Babanian of Man Made Time took it to a new level. Their songs are all original and unique, yet they have a kind of a commercial feel to them. You could hear them on Top 40, or you could hear them in a Las Vegas club. Their passion for 80s and 90s pop rock is right there in front. You, it shows, and it's something. But in addition to that, they add something kind of primitive, even, even primitive and sophisticated. They manage to put those two things together, which is a neat trick for any band to pull off. And best of all... This is not a neat trick for any band to pull off. It's a tough trick for any band to pull off. They're with us here today. Hillary and Albert, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, Patrick. Hi. There's Albert. Hi, Hillary. Okay. All right. Well, before we get how do I hear a dog in the background? <laughs> yeah. Yay. We love dogs. You know, we have we have studio dogs here in, in uh at Music Friday. Uh sounds like a small dog, am I right? Uh, he's a little small. He's a okay. Westie Maltese. Okay, well, if we ever get together again, maybe you can meet the two dogs and hang around here. One's 95 pounds and the other's 93 pounds. But, but they can play with your dog. He's so <laughs> right. cute. Yeah, he loves playing. He goes to daycare every week. <laughs> Doggy daycare. I know, I know how that yeah. works. Oh, well, yeah. before we, we get to how you manage to sound both commercial and primitive at the same time, I want to introduce you to our listeners. Um, how long have you guys been singing together, and how did you get together in the first place? Um, Patrick, that's a good question. We're fairly new. Um, we started, I would probably say, December of last year, but we finished writing our first song in January. Uh, we we have the same social circles, and we bumped into each other at a few outings and dinners here and there, and I I knew that she liked music and she sang and I was in multiple bands and I've been doing it for a long time. And so she, and we just decided to write one song. We're, we're at the coffee fix on Laurel Canyon and we're in the parking lot. I have my acoustic guitar and we just played. There was this chorus that she had an idea for and she didn't really have anything else. And we just jammed out that one song. And then in the course of like a week or two, we finished it and we said, Hey, you know what? Let's just, not think about what this is. Let's just write another track to see see how we feel. And before we knew it, two tracks turned to three to four. Now we have almost ten tracks, and we have a stronger identity musically. So we we really like what we're hearing. Yeah, well, it really worked well. Now you have an, an EP out, which is called Strangely Enough, Man Made Time. Where did the title and the band name come from? 
Um, manly time was something that I had lingering around in the back of my head. I didn't know what I I didn't know what I wanted to do with it or what I can how I can use it. It was too strong of a title for for an album, and it was too strong of a title, obviously, for a track. But when I but when I um, met Hillary and we started talking, we shared some of the same. I mean, I don't want to say, but like existential views on the world and like some of our passions and dreams. And man-made time seems to be a perfect, a perfect fit. So we used it for the title, and she loved it, and we just went with it. <laughs> existential questions are fine on this show. Don't worry about it. At, at oh, all. Yeah, that's it. great. Uh, we do we do a lot of that here, uh, in, including the question that I'm going to ask you later on if, is should music be free? But right now, uh, I want to uh, play a little bit of music, and this is a new song called Crashing Down. Now, Hillary, when you're on stage, you look so soft and gentle, but obviously oh, you can really turn thanks. on the heat when you want to, right? And the lines, <laughs> yeah, so. right. Uh, and the lines in that song, um, yeah, they tell you you'll make it with money and power, get caught up in the hustle and forget who you are. Those are pretty direct lines. Did you write that song? Um, I did write a lot of the lyrics of the song. Um. It kind of just came from what society, like, tells you who to be and how to get to the top and what success is. But really, I think success is different for everyone. And truly, success for me is just kind of like feeling the moment and just being there in the present moment. And so that's why I'm like, I don't really care about it, you know. Does that mean that uh, neither of you are really in danger of getting caught in the hustle? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're trying to uh, hustle our game, like uh, our music, but we're trying to also take it one day at a time and not get too overwhelmed because all you really can do is take it one day at a time and do the next right step. Well, I think with uh, songs songs like that one and also songs like uh, this one that uh, you're not going to have to hustle a lot for success. Um, this is uh, this is off of your EP. This is uh, Sail Away. fascinating song and it's a real earworm it's something you just put on play and hit repeat and repeat but it's kind of a dark song um it it, it would formally in form it would be at home on any pop station but, but you listen to the lyrics uh trying to break the mold i've been living all my life after hitting a low i may not have survived struggles of the past caught up with me i'm already on my i'm already my own worst enemy Got to save myself from my own hypocrisy. Uh, Hillary, when I listen to those lines, I hope you don't go shoot yourself. Right? Where did <laughs> they come from? <laughs> um, well, I actually, I in the past, I kind of went through a dark period in my life. And I just kind of feel like I lost myself for a while because I got caught up in, like, trying to find myself in, something else externally and I realize that that's not where I am like I have to look within to find myself and I can't look at anybody else to decide who I am so that's kind of where those lyrics came from and I came out of that and 
So I said I have to save myself from my own hypocrisy, like judging other people and listening to something I don't believe in. Well, uh, you know, it, it, I, you probably know this already, but I'd say at least half of the musicians I talk to here have gone through dark times in their lives, and that has become fodder for great lyrics. We're talking with uh, Hillary Grace and Albert James Babanian of Man Made Time uh, about their, their EP, their new release, and their upcoming video. And you can talk with them. You can call in, 347-215-7511. You can email us. If you're sitting there at work and you can't call, email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And we have some emails for you, so why don't I just get to those right now. Hot Dog 88 in Austin wants to know, are there other people in your band, or is it just you? You seem to make a lot of sound just for two people. Um, well, uh, I would probably... No, it's just us two. We haven't had any other members. Um, we have a really nice pattern, or we have a really nice system that's working for us right now. Maybe in the future we'll add more cooks in the kitchen, but I we, we're trying hard not to think of that. We um, we do it all ourselves on the laptop, and we we all we both play multiple instruments. So it's 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 kind of fun for us to figure out a way to produce more sounds live with just two people. For me, I don't know. I, I'm I'm enjoying the two piece. Okay, we have a, a um, an email here from Misa in Tampa, and she wants to know since this is good timing. Which of you plays what, and do you use a mixer on stage? Um, well, our past few shows, I've only been singing, and he play, and Albert plays guitar and synth, and then we also have a track underneath for the other instrument. Um, in the future, I probably will start playing guitar on stage or have a few other instruments just to kind of have on hand, um, like tambourine or, I don't know, we thought about getting, like, weird instruments, like African instruments, um, but that's still all in the work. So right now it's just vocals, guitar, synth, and track. Okay. Uh, Ron in L.A., uh, just he sent a two-word email, upcoming shows, question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, yeah, so we're we're actually playing a show next Thursday at the Crow Tour on Coenga in L.A. And uh, we go on at 8.15. And then I believe we have another show booked at the Bardot on October 21st. And I believe that one's going to be 8.30. And that's also in Hollywood. So you got you got two two shots at them. Uh, and and um, uh is there a place where people can go online to get your music and also to look at your uh, your show schedule? Yes. We have our music on SoundCloud. And then if you go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash time, we post all of our shows on there and also on Twitter and Instagram. And it's all at manmadetime. Okay. And I know you're also... Um, uh, planning a video for the song uh, Sail Away, and uh, that's, hopefully that's going to be out in October. Um, have you got it all planned out? Or are you actually going to get on a boat and sail someplace? Oh, I wish. I wish. But uh, we actually met up with our director, Mr. Margos, and we're going to begin shooting first week of September. And we have ideas, but we, we, we're kind of trusting the director, and it's going to be a lot of imagery and projections. It's going to be pretty cool. We saw a little sample of it the other day when we went for some test runs. It's going to be nice. It's going to be definitely uh, a cool way to interpret the song. And because it's always different. Whenever we're writing music, even Hillary would have a vision for the song that's different than my vision. And in a way, that's kind of the beauty of collaborating. But it's always nice to see a video come to life that kind of has neither of our visions and it just it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Well, I'm, I'm we glad also, you're not going to be sailing away because uh, uh, we would miss you. Uh, this is a uh, uh, one of my favorite songs from the uh, the EP. Let's uh, let's listen to this. This is Take Me Over.
Well, that starts out uh, kind of like pure pop, and then it sort of goes around the bend, but in a good way. Uh, and it and from the writing, it sounds like it's a feminine song. Is that did you write that, Hillary? I did also write a lot of the lyrics for it. Um, but Albert came up with a lot of the melodies, and it's basically about. It's actually about an abusive relationship and kind of how those kinds of relationships are really hard to get out of. It's like you just want everything from them. Like you know they're going to hurt you, but you know that you're going to come back and they're going to like make you feel better. And it's kind of like that that really thick circle, a cycle, I mean. And that's basically what it's about. <laughs> Wow, that that that's uh, very powerful. How how do you two collaborate? Do, do you write the lyrics and some of the music, and Albert, you write the music, or or how, how does that work? Um, to tell you the truth, Patrick, it changes every time. I mean, there there are um, a few of the lyrics I wrote with our music, but there's a few musical ideas that Hillary did as well. So we like to we like to have open. We try to keep an open mind. It's, Either of us have an idea, whether we walk in with a bulk of it, we hear the other person out. And although in the beginning it did start, she takes care of the vocals and lyrics, I take care of the music and some melody, it's slowly integrating into something else. Like, it, there, there, there have been complete songs that Hillary has brought in, there have been complete songs that I brought in, and we just, we don't really sit there and think of it. We just, once we know something is good, we have faith in one another to kind of complete it together. We've got a, uh, uh, an email here, Hillary, from uh, a woman in Tempe, Arizona, who apparently has, was listening very closely to you as you explained uh, what that song is. And she asked me not to use her name, so I won't. <clears throat> but she says, I understand abusive relationships very well and how difficult they are. Good for you, Hillary, for writing a song about it. Are you involved in any of the organizations that try and protect women from abusive relationships? Oh, wow, that's a good question. I'm actually not involved. Um, however, I would be open to getting involved. I would love to get involved. So if um, if you have any information on that, uh, shoot us an email. I know you wanted to remain anonymous, but I would love to hear more about that if you have any info on that. Yeah, you can send the email to uh, to me, and uh, I will um, uh, send it off uh, anonymously. I also know of a couple of organizations which I can uh, tell you about, but uh, it was very brave of you to, to explain that to us, Hillary, and uh, I understand where the power and emotion comes from, how you can manage to look so soft and gentle and vulnerable on stage and yet have such an impact, right, uh, mm-hmm. which you guys really do. Well, uh, we're getting... Um, a little tight on time here, so I think it's appropriate that we play this song, Time Stand Still, which, boy, don't we wish it would sometimes. Mm-hmm. My mind is racing, my head won't stop. Oh, it keeps on chasing a feeling that will never come. happens when you confront somebody you love especially in the first throes of early love that 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 sort of emotion that just washes all over you uh congratulations that's that's uh n- 
not easy to do without just sort of swamping yourself with it. Um, is that autobiographical? Um, yeah, it is. It's okay. actually the first song we wrote together, and it's kind of just about catching that moment in time where all your worries just seem to fall away, and you're just in that, like, beautiful moment with that person. Albert, have any comments it's, on that? It's actually, it is our first track we did together. And I remember when I, when I was hearing back when we were recording, I just kept thinking, like, there's a, there's a big 80s Cindy Lauper-like feeling. And it, it, it almost takes you back to a good place for me. And now I have a memory of writing the song with Hillary to take me back to. So it it does pretty much mean exactly what she said. <laughs> Right, let me ask you a little about about song sequence here. Um, we, this was the first song you wrote together. Time stands still, and it's a very positive, up, emotionally beautiful song. The song you just released, which we played at the beginning of uh, the interview, "Crashing Down." Where did that come from? Is that the denouement, or I don't know. Um, to be honest, I there's something about minor scales and um, certain kind of dissonant tones with vocals that I really love. I, I really love it. And I know Hillary does too. And I just think that a lot of our influences have that. And the more comfortable we're getting with one another, the more our walls are kind of dropping down and we're able to be more vulnerable with our writing. And I just think that that's kind of what we're feeling right now and what and how it's kind of, it's going towards a darker place melodically. However, Lyrically, it's just turning into that, but it's not something that we're thinking about. It's just kind of like we're feeding back to the music, whatever we're hearing from the chords. Well, they're they're both very powerful songs, and uh, I'm thank you. I I enjoy both of them uh, uh, equally. Um, so this is going to be interesting to to watch you guys uh, grow. Now you've got the EP out. You've just released "Crashing Down." You're going to be making a, a, a video. You're going to start shooting a video. Uh, you, you two are pretty busy, aren't you? Uh, do you have time to write more songs? We're actually we're always writing, um, writing a new song right now, and yeah, we. I mean, even when we're just in the car driving, we're like jamming and trying to write a new song because it's just a part of us and. And, yeah, we are busy with the other stuff, but I feel like there's always time to write. Well, unfortunately, there's not always time to keep talking about the time to write, all right? Because <laughs> the one the one place where time doesn't stand still is on the radio, and we're just about to run out of it. Really quickly, in response to about five emails we've got, please repeat what your upcoming shows are. It's going to be the Couture Nightclub in, on Cahuenga in L.A., and that's next Thursday, the 27th, and we go on at 8.15. And then we have a show October 21st at the Bardot, which I believe is on top of the Avalon Nightclub, and that's going to be, um, I believe, a Thursday night, too, and that's, um, it's, it's, it's cool because it lands on the Back to the Future Day, October 21st, 2015, so that's going to be a fun one to play. You can also is. find those dates on our Facebook page, if you forget. Okay, all right. And you can find their EP, Man Made Time, on SoundCloud. So follow their Facebook mm -hmm. page. If you're in Southern California, you can see them live at the Couture in Hollywood on the 27th and the Bardot also in Hollywood on the 21st and hopefully maybe a few places in between. I want to thank you, too, for, for taking the time to be with us today. This has been so much fun. Thank Thanks you, Patrick. For having us. We, we're just... Have we have um, a video teaser coming out too in the next couple of days? Okay, all right. We will watch. We will watch for that. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds, you'll get real time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blog, 
blogtalkradio.com forward slash Music Friday. Be here next Friday when we meet the country duo Smith and Wesley and the British Greek singing sensation hitting the USA, Athena. That's it for now. Have a great musical weekend. Bye. No way I can undo. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.